listen to your show. I love your show. And then, I don't know, I was just listening to it like a month ago, and all of a sudden it occurred to me, oh, my parents. I should tell her about my parents. My name is Brynne Hildorf. My name is Brynne Hildorf. My name is Brynne And I'm here for Claudio. I'm Casey Miner, and this is The Specialist. So when I did a really unscientific poll before starting this story, the way most people reacted to hearing the phrase singing telegram was to be like, is that still a thing? Singing telegrams started back in the 30s when regular telegrams were still popular as a fast, cheap way to send important messages, births, deaths, wars, stock market crashes. The less serious singing variety was an additional service. The first person to sing one was a Western Union operator named Lucille Lips, really, who sang happy birthday to actor and singer Rudy Valley. But I'm here to tell you that the type of singing telegram you're probably imagining, you know, where a stranger in a costume shows up at your door and sings to you, that kind of singing telegram is alive and well in 2016. The woman you just heard performing a Viking princess routine for an unsuspecting office worker is Robin Fife. My name is Robin Sands Fife. She and her husband Duncan. My name is Duncan Fife. That's my stage name. It's also my real name. Run the Bay Area company All Star Showgrams. In addition to singing telegrams, they also perform at children's parties, corporate events, hospitals, even at the occasional funeral. And let's just get this out of the way right now. No stripping. These are 100% wholesome as befits a family business. Robin and Duncan have five children, including Ashley. My name is Ashley Fife, and I'm actually third. There's five of us. And her younger sister, Heather. My name is Heather, and I am the daughter of Robin and Duncan Fife. I met the Fifes because Heather listens to the show and got in touch to tell me that she and her siblings were performing at parties from the time they were kids for money and on call. This was awesome, by the way. You should all get in touch and tell me these kinds of stories, which confirm my unshakable belief that there are specialists everywhere. Anyway, like all family businesses, Heather said there was no escaping this one. You know, parents would take us out from school still in their costume. <laughs> and like, my dad, he would be like a sheep, and he'd come with paint all over his face. When I did these things, I used to be terribly embarrassed. This is Heather's dad, Duncan. I used to have to go through my mind this process of reassuring myself and conveying the idea that it's perfectly natural and normal to have uh, a man come in dressed as a ninja turtle or a sheep or um, whatever. He and Robin say it was really normal to have multiple gigs a day and at all hours. There just wasn't always enough time to change clothes. We would come in at a food, a singing chocolate chip cookie or a banana or something like that. So being in the costumes while living daily life just became normal. This is the story that I was going to tell you. Here's Heather's sister, Ashley. When I was 11, my sister and I went to a camp over the summer where we had to take public transportation. On the way home the first day, they got to talking to the girl sitting next to them. We were basically at the end of the bus stops. And um, she was too, and I said, wait, where do you live? And she said, I live on such and such street, which was really close to us where we were living. And I said, oh, that's so funny. We live on Roberta Drive. And she looked at us and said, do you live next to the clowns? And I stopped, and I looked at Heather, and she 
she remembers this moment too. And then I looked back at her and I said, oh, we are the clowns. One of the places where we keep all our customers. <laughs> oh my god. Grandchildren go crazy when they see that. Yeah, two year olds just hyperventilation. Mascot heads, children's characters, a lot of velvet and tulle. Bins labeled things like gorilla and two chicken bodies. And then we also have all sorts of dresses and suits and we have like 70s leisure suits and um, suits from the 1880s and Dickens hats and all sorts of bunny costumes and Santa Claus costumes. I kind of like think to myself, oh my gosh, if we ever decided to close down the business or move or something like that, it's just a horrendous job. Um, How many years worth of costumes are in here? Well, we've been in business for 34 years, so we started collecting them 34 years ago. Running the business is the Fife's full-time job. They raised five kids on this work and employ a bunch of local performers to do shows. A show usually costs $200 or $250. Robin says that reflects the high cost of living in the Bay Area. And that's really quite a bit of money, and I understand that. However, the way to look at it, and people who have seen us know this, is that you can pay a lot more than that for your food. And a year later, nobody remembers the food. They always remember the performance. Do you have to have a good singing voice to do this job? (laughs) That's a bone of contention between us. I'm a musician. I'm a singer. You know, Duncan just, in my opinion, does not sing that well, but he loves singing so that, that, you know, he sells it. Mm -hmm. Duncan, would you care to respond? Yes, I will. I I knew uh, three three or four songs that I sang that they seemed to be very good, but the thing that drove her crazy, I did a... uh, a song, I was Cupid, and I did uh, Burst Forth, a crowd of about, uh, oh, 25 or 30 people, let me say I love you, let me, and as I did it, uh, they responded and loved it, and they wanted an encore, I did an encore for them, they called her the next morning and said, that Cupid was a fabulous voice, and uh, I thought Robin was going to throw me out. I was, <laughs> a, can, I, can, I, can I rebut by singing? <laughs> let me say I love you let me show I care that's the way it's supposed to be done. we're just normal family that does singing telegrams do you know what I mean? <laughs> they love performing and theater unabashedly they're not just clowns it runs in the family Ashley's grandfather, Robin's dad, was the magician George Sands. Growing up, Robin did tricks and ventriloquism. Later on, she studied classical music and opera. Duncan studied theater, too. Before she started doing singing telegrams, Robin was working as a secretary. Not exactly her life's calling. The only way I could get through the day was pretending that I was in a movie where I was portraying a secretary. And so I would pretend every time I would say, I'm going to say to the boss, you know, I'm sorry, Mr. So-and-so is on the phone. I would pretend I was in a movie, you know. And so that was the way I would get through the day. I was really a fantastic actress. She and Duncan were at a retreat in the late 70s when they got the idea to do singing telegrams. They describe it as a human potential course, the kind of place where you were supposed to spend a few days figuring out your life's purpose. And somebody decided to hire a singing telegram who came in in a little, you know, little cute little outfit and sang a song for the guy who was running the whole event. And the entire audience of 300 people stood up and gave her a standing ovation. I turned around to Duncan and I said, I could do that. 
At their busiest, Robin and her performers do dozens of shows a week, sometimes back to back. Queen Elizabeth at one place, a Viking princess at the next, and lots and lots of Santas around Christmas. Both the Fifes and their kids said to me, doing this well takes work. And you don't even have to be a performer to appreciate that. Here's Heather again. I'm a high school teacher now. And when I get observed or something like that, I get nervous or, you know, if I know that like a principal's going to come in, I, I like, I, I can't imagine what other people who didn't grow up being forced to just go into parties and entertain people must feel like if I feel nervous when I get observed. You know what I mean? Because I had like serious training of being like, just walk into any situation and just figure it out. I'm really good at interviews, like dates, all that stuff. Ashley Fife actually did grow up to be a performer. She was a rockette for a while and toured with Broadway shows before changing careers to become a therapist. And she said no audition was ever as stressful for her as going into a kid's birthday party. There's so many skills that I learned because of my mom just sort of being like, go. <laughs> Not just kind of a showbiz mom, but like kind of no nonsense. Like, all these children are counting on you. Get out there. My fears and my worries and my considerations or my doubts or all my insecurities, she didn't have time for that. Hi there. Hi. You look great. We're a little early, so she's not answering the phone, so I have to get the room. The Viking princess is a takeoff on the Brunhilde character in the German opera The Ring Cycle, which I'll admit I've never seen, but Robin's long red velvet gown and Viking helmet with blonde braids give me an idea of what's coming. Our target is a woman named Claudia Vega. Today's her last day at work. And she specifically told me she doesn't want any big send-off. So I said, okay, I won't do anything. <laughs> That's Delisa Ramsey, Claudia's supervisor. She comes out to meet us and we sneak inside. It's a pretty regular office, fluorescent lights, cubicle partitions, but the way it's set up, there's really nowhere for Robin to hide. So she just goes right in singing Viking spear waving. My name is Brunhilde. My name is Brunhilde. My name is Brunhilde. You think yes. it's all over, don't oh, you? <laughs> Do you think it's all over? I hope so. <laughs> well, it's not over till I oh, sing. <laughs> all of Claudia's colleagues are gathered around laughing and taking video. The show goes on for about 10 minutes, and honestly, Claudia takes it really well. For example, even though it's like 11.30 in the morning, Robin gives her a celebratory beer to drink and says she's going to sing until she gets through it. That was amazing. <laughs> you know, I, you're the first Trump to open the can in the first place. <laughs> Everything's headed towards the big finish, Claudia's personalized song. All right, now this is a very famous aria from a famous opera. Are you cultured? A little bit. 
You just chugged a butt. Yeah. <laughs> There's this whole thing where the Viking princess is actually a New Yorker, so Robin's got a couple of accents going on here. All right, here goes. I have stepped into this goodbye gathering with a message from some folks who said, well, tell her good luck in the future. So in case you're wondering what the hell I'm doing here, dressed up like this, it's cause I've come to say, goodbye, we'll miss you. Hope your future's really great. Hope you're more successful in boot camp and your diet without us putting cookies in front of your face. Um, Claudia, we wish you all the best. So we hired this Viking princess to sing this song to tell you that we think you're swell. And also we hope that you'll continue to be the kind of person who takes a singing Viking gal so well. Good luck in the future. Let's all sing it loud and clear. Good luck in the future. That was not so good. Thank you, Jerry. It's extremely important among all things that the audience enjoy your performance and that you um, and that you're doing it for them. One more time. Let's sing it so she won't forget with Gusso. Good luck in the future. Bravo. Like I recognize that it's crazy. Not crazy in a bad way, but I recognize my parents are like vaudevillian performers. They're totally vaudeville. But, you know, they love it. It's made them happy. They've made money off of it. This is Heather again. She says of all the kids, she's the one who's the black sheep. I think I've wanted to be normal so bad (laughs) all my life. They know that. They already know that. I mean, I was definitely, like, very angry with them. But also, like, I don't think I would have it any other way, the, the way we grew up. The Specialist is a show about work you don't think about and the people who do it. Thanks so much to Heather Fife for sending us this story. You should definitely tell us about the specialists you know, too. The show is edited by Julie Kane and sound designed and mixed by Seth Samuel, who wrote all the music you heard that was not operatic Viking singing. Eliza Smith helps with our marketing and social media. Ariel Dakovic does outreach. Alex Goldmark sends us really good notes. Special thanks to Mary Lee Williams and Nigeri Eaton for their help on this episode. Nigeri actually just hired one of Robin's performers to sing at the retirement party for a former professor of ours. At first, she had a pretty narrow view of what a singing telegram is. I've only seen singing telegrams in television and movies. And from my understanding, I thought they'd just like go to your door or your office and then they'd be like, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, and then whatever. But she realized pretty quickly that there's a lot more going on. Like, it's for my professor, so I don't know, like, who's her celebrity crush or her nickname, you know? And so I was like, well, maybe this is my fault. Maybe I should be getting to know people at a deeper level. So I have a new kind of guy to to use when I'm creating new relationships just for future seeking telegram purposes. You can find the show on Twitter at The Specialist FM. Follow me at Reed Miner, that's R-E-E-D-M-I-N-E-R, and email me at specialistpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a brand spanking new website. Find all of our back episodes at specialistpodcast.com. And while you're at it, maybe give our donate button a click. We're a totally independent operation, and every dollar you contribute goes directly to making more specialists. Another great way to support us is to subscribe on iTunes and write us a review. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and this helps new listeners find us and new specialists too. Okay, that's it. We'll be back soon. Here's some more singing. 
This project's made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Find them at calhome.org. Our radio home is KLW 91.7 FM in San Francisco. <laughs> I can't believe you're making me do this. <laughs> Seth is gonna Seth is gonna lose his mind. There's real gifts. I know, I know. There's real gifts for people who listen all the way through the credits of the show. I think most people don't, but there are real gifts for people who do.